It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Birds Radio presented by the Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino app. Elliot Shore Park, James Seltzer coming to you from the beautiful Sportsbook at Parks Casino. Big TVs, comfy chairs, all kinds of games to watch and to gamble on, including later today, Elliot Shore Parks down in Atlanta. Phillies, Braves, that series starts off. Obviously, Eagles, Rams tomorrow. We have, for the second straight year, somehow... A Phillies run and an undefeated Eagles team happening at the same time. What what world are we living in? How I mean, you doing, buddy? They say you never get to relive the best times of your life, but certainly doesn't feel that way. It's like one year later. Let's yeah. do it again. Literally last year, I was flying either to or from an Eagles game during game one of Atlanta. <laughs> Tonight, I will be flying to Los Angeles during game one of Atlanta Phillies and going to cover an undefeated Eagles team. Like... Just, you know, history repeating itself. It is It is pretty, especially yeah. considering this is the first time in the history of the Eagles they've been 4-0 and back-to-back yeah, years. Yeah. The fact that it would go inside with two kind of, you know, certainly one special Phillies run and another run that so far feel, feels like it's going to be special yeah. and feels like there's a lot of, um, you know, synchronicity between last year and this year in so many ways, just in, in everything about it. But, um Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Obviously, we are going to get into a lot today. It is Go Birds Radio, but it's Go Birds and Go Phils Radio today. We're going to be talking Phillies. We're going to be talking Eagles. We're going to get into it all. Whatever you want to talk about today. Two one five five radio. Yeah, sure. I'm, I'm you know co-hosting. I hope. Yeah, I like this. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you are a baseball guy. Exactly. I mean, there, our text thread is the baseball guys' yes. text thread. Yes. It's you, me, and Fritz. You're on it. You're part of it. You're one third. Basically, of it. a co-host of the Phillies. More pod. Or less. I mean, we did I hope's pod uh, earlier today. Check it out if you know when this show's done. If you want to listen to a, a little Braves preview action and. And Jack actually gave you quite the, the lovely shout-out. It's about time yeah. I get a little recognition <laughs> from, uh, from, you know, the, 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 the new star of, uh, of the city. That's true. What, is, what a moment. God, yeah. I'm so just ex- crushing it. I love Jack. I'm so excited. Yeah. This is all a beautiful thing. And that's the fun about this whole thing right now is it's, to your point, Elliot, like it is something that we should really, you know, 
Don't take it for granted. Yeah. Because this is not the way it always goes for us, and it's a really special thing. And hopefully this time we cap it off with some freaking rings, buddy. That's what I want to do. All right, let's start with the birds, and then we'll get into the fills again. We are talking both eagles and fillies. Whatever you want to talk about. If you just want to talk birds, come on in. If you just want to talk fills, come on in. Sixers, you want to talk Celtics both tomorrow? Yeah. Okay. No, no, not no, that. No, okay, if not you want to talk eagles and fills. Bring it in. Yes. We're doing it all. Let's start with the birds because it is Go Birds Radio. We'll get to the fills in a minute. Elliot, heading in, the Eagles sitting at 4-0, heading out to L.A., uh, you know, obviously coming off a far closer game against Washington than people expected, a game that, you know, since then Washington has lost by 20 points to a Chicago team that had not yeah, won in almost a year, 340-something days or whatever it was. I didn't know that. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, 342 yeah. days, I believe it was, between Bears wins. Um so certainly, you know, it's like, wow, that, you know, oh, that was the team that almost beat us last yes. week. Uh, where are you at with this Bird team as they go out to face a Rams team that, like, is almost as, like, kind of an innocuous matchup as we've had all year where it's like, yes, yeah, Stafford's pretty good. Like, they're okay. It just feels like blah. Yeah, so I think there's probably, I don't know, four or five teams in the league that if the Eagles don't play their A game, like if the Eagles – or if the Eagles play close to their A game, can beat them on any given day. I think the Eagles are the best team in the NFL. But the Niners, Cowboys, Chiefs, Bills, like those teams could beat the Eagles, even if the Eagles play pretty well. I think the Eagles would have to play really bad tomorrow to lose to the Rams. I understand the concerns with the secondary from the Eagles' perspective against the Rams. But I think people are overlooking. I think people are focusing too much on the issues from the Eagles' perspective and not enough on the problems the Eagles are going to present the Rams in this game. The Rams' defense is completely devoid of talent outside of Aaron Donald. There are not playmakers there. Their secondary is not good. Their edge, frankly, I don't think they're, they're edge rushers. I'm not sure I can name someone on the Rams. Is it, Leonard like Floyd Michael, still there? No, it's Michael Young <laughs> and, and someone else. I don't think their starting edge rushers would be in the rotation on the Eagles' edge. Wow, edge. that is, a, like, that is like, a strong statement. I, I think the Eagles have so much more talent on, on the defensive line than the Rams do. Obviously, Aaron Donald is awesome. We know he's very good. But Jeff Statlin's been really good in They've his always career neutralized at shutting him, him down. Yeah. And not just Aaron Donald. Jeff Statlin's very good at shutting down a singular pass rusher on an opposing defensive line. To really get after this Eagles yeah, offensive both, line, uh, they, yeah. Yeah, you have to have multiple. Like last year, Micah Parsons, they shut him down. Uh, yeah, Parsons, another matchup. good one, yeah. Yeah, so... I, I look at this game, and I don't have much worry. Could the Eagles show up tomorrow and not play a good game? Yeah, I guess that's possible, but that's possible any week. But if you, if you look at this from a strictly X's and O's perspective, I think this is probably the best matchup the Eagles have had from, wow. a, from a line perspective. Like, I think the Eagles' offensive line is way better than the Rams' defensive line, and I think the Eagles' defensive line is like considerably better than the Rams' offensive line. The Rams' offensive line, A, is dealing with injuries, but are not very good anyway. They might be missing their left tackle. They have no special players on the interior of the line. They might have to move their guard out to left tackle if their left tackle doesn't play. Their right tackle is not very good. Now, one thing the Rams do do a good job of is obviously scheming around it. They have a very good head coach in Sean McVay. But when the Niners played the Rams this year, a team that has comparable talent to the Eagles on the defensive line, they, they got after uh, Stafford 27 times. So you can impact Stafford at, in the pocket if you have a good defense. And he'll line. give you one. He trusts his arm. Yeah, we, like Stafford Stafford will, will, will put the ball in harm's way. He'll make well, some amazing throws, but he'll put the ball in harm's way too. Five interceptions, I think, yeah. this season so far. So he does turn the ball over. I go into this game without much worry. I, I do think going into it, if, if the Eagles have to get – like I, this is a Jalen Hurts game to me. Jalen Hurts is paid $250 million. A.J. Brown is paid $100 million. Sirianni is an offensive head coach for games like this. 
it is possible that the the defense will give up in the 20s i think so just you got to get in the 30s like i think this in the dome you know clean playing surface no weather to, to worry about I think this could be a really, really good game for the offense. I'll just say it now. I think they're going to score 40 points. Whoa! That's my prediction. I, oh, I, think buddy, Eagles, I think the Eagles have a really, really good offensive day. And I really don't have much worry about the game. I think by you know the beginning of the fourth, end of the third, Eagles fans will be able to start thinking about game two. So Dallas. this is great because, I mean, you, you've really made a super compelling case. I, I think they're going to win. Like, I pick them to cover, but just barely. Like, I feel... I'm not nervous about this game in, like, a classic nervous sense. It just feels like the kind of dumb game they could lose, you know, where it's but like— they haven't lost that go- kind of game. But and- I you know. I know. That's yeah. all they do is win games. I'm just saying, like, going across the country to face kind of a blah Rams team that you're probably not taking that seriously. Again, going across the country against a quarterback who has been pretty good this year, minus a few interceptions, has looked good has had the, the best rookie receiver in the history of football yeah. through four games, has Tutu Atwell, who's like a flamethrower, that guy moves so fast, and Cooper Cup coming back against the biggest deficiency on this team right now. Like, I don't feel good about the pass defense. I think they'll figure it out over the course of the season. I think that... Well, I'm this, not so sure about that. Well, I, yeah. I, I feel more confident about it as the season progresses, but right now it's bad. Like, yeah. they, have been, they have been able to have the ball moved on them through the air pretty consistently pretty much every week outside of, of Baker Mayfield. I mean, they made Mac Jones look good, and Mac Jones since is, is, is cratered. Right. Mac Jones got had benched his best, last best week. game of the season against so, Sam, Sam so, uh, so I am, like, I... I am with you. I think the Eagles win this game, but I am not as confident about it going in as you because of the the like lack of getting up for a West Coast game against a bad team combined with the fact that the, the one thing the Rams do awesome is the one thing the Eagles are worst at. So I agree with your assessment of why you're worried. I do think, again, the Eagles are going to have to score a lot of points. You'll notice in my projection for this game, I did not think that this was going to be like a 21-13 to 13 game. I think the Rams are going to score points. Because of what you said, the biggest deficiency on the Eagles right now is a secondary, and the Rams' strongest strongest unit on their entire team is their receivers. So I don't think they have the matchups. We'll see with Bradley Roby. We'll probably find out during the show maybe if he gets called up, and I think you will see him on the field playing some snaps. You think he's going to play this week, Bradley Roby? I do, yeah. I don't think he'll play 100% of the snaps, but I think you'll see him out there in, in certain packages. Probably Jack get... Fritz's favorite Eagle. Oh, is it? Did you see what Bradley Roby said? Oh, about the Phillies. Uh, yeah. that when he was at the Phillies game and he said, why are you guys doing Eagles yeah, chants? Yeah, like, yeah, I love yeah. the Eagles. You're at a baseball game. Yeah. Jack was like, this is my guy. I'm okay right with the Eagles chant at the I, Phillies I game. don't love it, but I... I think it's fine. But, uh, not they're when they're good. The I get it. When like, the Phillies are bad, I'm fine with the Eagles chants. But otherwise, like, you know. I think it's fun. Like, look, if it was all game, then yes. But uh, once or twice, it's yeah. fine. I'd be okay with the Phillies chant as an, at an Eagles game. <laughs> okay. Fair yeah. enough. I feel strongly that I'm okay with it. But anyway... I do think the deficiency in the Eagles secondary is a problem with the Rams passing game. But that's why, to me, this is a Jalen game. Like, go out there, throw for 300-plus yards, A.J. Brown, light up Witherspoon again like you did last year, get Goddard involved last week against the uh, Colts. Um, the Rams defense gave up two touchdowns to tight ends. So I think this could be a Dallas Goddard game. I do think they're going to have to score a lot of points. I just think it's perfectly set up for them to score a lot of points. All right, 215-592-9494. Where do you come down on this Eagles-Rams game on Sunday? Thankfully, with the Phillies playing tonight and Monday, the schedule works out nicely. Where Again, we, just like last year, where just, it's like yep. <laughs> Phillies, Eagles, yeah, Phillies. It, yeah, it's pretty perfect. So no rainouts. You know, that's yes. what caused the one Eagles and Phillies game to be at the same time in the World Series oh, last yeah, year, which right. is a little annoying. But um, 
uh, you know, it's 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 worked out really nicely. So if you want to talk Eagles Rams, where you at? If you're at all concerned about this game, if it feels just like, because look, we know the Eagles at some point. We think they will lose a dumb game this season. I don't think they will just lose to good teams. Last year they lost to Washington. Yeah. Like, it happens. It feels like every year there's one dumb game they lose against a team they're better. Divisional than, opponent. A though, team they're better than. It. Sure. Yeah. I'm just saying this feels like it could be that game. Going to the West Coast, not really getting up for the Rams. We haven't seen them play their best football yet, the Eagles. I mean, so so I'm a little concerned. I still think they win. 215-592-9494. Where are you at with it? Also, here Phils. we go. Here we go. Phils, baby. Phils going down to Atlanta. If you want to talk Phils, 215-592-9494. Huge game one tonight. Rob Thompson announced yesterday Ranger Suarez will be on the hill for game one, which is what we expected. Uh, it actually lines up really nicely for the Phillies. The way with the off days in the schedule, they can go Ranger in game one, Wheeler in game two, Nolan game three, and then back to Ranger if they want to, or to Sanchez River game four, and then have Wheeler game five if necessary. So they are in a they're in a nice spot with the way this shakes out and you know, Elliot, we were talking about on the ride down. It just, it's just we're back in that place yeah. where you know we were up until Game Four of the World Series last year, where it, it just it feels like inevitable. Like it feels like this team is just meant to go out and, and win. Well, I think what's special about this Phillies team is it's it's kind of a little what the Eagles had last year, but I think this Phillies team has more of a specialness to them than the Eagles did last year, in my opinion. The Eagles were just awesome last year. I agree. Uh, the Phillies have something going. Like, you can feel it. There's a, there's a mojo yes, and but, a vibe. But I also think sometimes we get so wrapped up, and rightfully so, again, talking about the specialness of the moment, the crowds, all those things. Like, it is a massive part of why they're good. I think we overlook the fact that this Phillies team, we were talking about on the drive up here, is just way better than they were last year. I totally Last agree. year, that postseason run was so special because they, they pieced it together a little bit, right? Like, the bullpen. And because it came out you know, of nowhere, they, too. They had two good so pieces in the bullpen. Castellanos wasn't hitting well. They got, you know, decent stuff out of Ranger, but he got hit in game one against Atlanta last year. This year, I think they're just, like, they're good enough to go beat Atlanta. I know Atlanta's a very good team. Obviously, they won 100-plus games. Like, one of the best lineups you said you've ever seen, and clearly I yeah, respect Yeah, maybe the best lineup in the history yeah. of my life. Yeah. But the Phillies have an awesome lineup, they too. They do. I mean, they, they won that series against the Marlins. I know they had the, the Stott home run and uh, Real Muto, but they didn't do that with, like, eight home runs in no. two games. They pieced together runs. Um, so I mean, look, just statistically speaking, while, yes, like, this Braves offense statistically is the best, maybe the best ever, one of the best ever. When I say they're the only team in the history of baseball to slug 500 ever, you know, there's Negro yeah. League teams that have done it, but Major League Baseball, it's the first time it's ever happened. They tied the record for most home runs ever hit in a season. They have like seven or eight guys that have over 800 OPSs. I mean, they get a guy with 54 home runs. They get a guy with 41 homers and 73 steals. I mean, like the numbers are, are, are insanity with this team. But over the last two months, the Phillies offense has been just as good. Yeah. Just the last two months since they really turned it on and, and kind of took off. Well, Gilio tweeted this this morning. I think over the last two months, they it's 107 home runs for uh, the Phillies, 107 home runs for the Yeah, like it's been almost identical and, and all advanced stats, all that stuff, it's been almost identical. And, like, the Phillies have better pitching heading into this series. Yeah. Like, the Braves, they have Spencer Strider, who's their most talented starter, but their best starter over the last few years, when they won the World Series, this whole run has been Max Freed. Like, he is awesome. He is a big game pitcher. He's their go-to game one starter. Like, he has a blister on his hand. It is a big deal. A blister for a pitcher can be a death knell. It ruined Josh Beckett's career. One of the great big game That's pitchers so we've wild ever seen. I, I know you're right about it, but it is crazy to think a blister on yeah. your hand. Well, can, think about how I know why, but yeah, yeah friction but and, in, and you know in football it's like a torn ACL. Of course, I know it is such a different thing. But you think when you're pitching, what's the most right. important thing is your hand and your arm. You know, so it's like. Um, 
he could he couldn't get through a simulated game. Like you're not allowed to wear a band aid when you pitch. Uh, he he had to put a band aid on after one inning of a simulated game. Like he's pitching in game two. The guy they have pitching in game three is like Bryce Elder. Like he's yeah. not good. Right. Like this is the bull the Braves bullpen. Game one in Philly. Braves like, bullpen yeah. are getting yeah the first game. Right. Braves bullpen is not as good as the Phillies bullpen. It's not as deep as the Phillies bullpen. So like yes, the Braves are really good and they could certainly beat the Phillies, man. But. Like, I think the Phillies are coming in not just with the mojo and the belief they can beat them and the home field advantage, but, like, I actually think they match up better right now well, at I'm this happy, moment. And I'm happy you did that because I do think often we get wrapped up in just, like, well, the Phillies will win because they're a fun team and the crowd's loud. I think they're legitimate. I don't know if you use X's and O's in baseball. Is that the, we the can. phrase there? Okay. It's not, like, but we can le- do it. Legitimate, like, X's and O's reasons to think the Phillies could beat the Braves in this series. Like, from a matchup perspective, from a talent perspective. But now that we've done that, and I'm happy you did, where they do have, what they also have going for them is, is kind of what the Eagles have right now. The Eagles go into every game and think, we are probably going to win this game. Mm-hmm. They've done, I mean, Devontae, guys like that have done it since college. Like, that's all a lot of the main Eagles players know. I think this Phillies team is going to Atlanta today excited to play the Braves. I do not think the Braves are excited to play the Phillies. I agree with I you. I do not think the Braves I, are excited point. for the first pitch today. I don't think they're like, I can't wait to get down to whatever the ballpark's called in Atlanta. Truest. And, and like see the crowd. I think they're going there being like, oh man, like this is, this, is, this is rough. I think the Phillies are super pumped to get down there to get back for game three. And I think that really matters. You say this to me all the time when we talk about baseball. Like, the best team doesn't always win in the series because it's such a small sample size. And I think the Phillies can be the better team anyway. But when you go into the series, which what I think is such a strong mental advantage, over five games, like I think that really, really matters. I think it's such a great point, and I totally agree with you. And I think a lot of baseball, more than, like more than other sports, in certain ways, is is about confidence and swagger and belief. Because like in other sports, it's a, like in football, you need eleven guys shooting the same way. You yeah. need like yeah, a quarterback can make an amazing play happen, or, or a receiver can go up and, and you know take a ball away or whatever. But like on the whole, like you need your guys to block. You need the guys to run the right routes. You need them to be in the spot they're supposed to be in. So the pass when the ball's there, they're in the spot. Like all that stuff, it's like a dance in a way where it's like baseball. You know, when you boil it down, like for the most part, the essence of baseball is like me versus you. Pitcher versus hitter, mano a mano. And, like, if you go out there and you think you're going to beat that dude, like, it matters. Like, yeah. it matters. Confidence matters. Belief matters. And I just think this team is, like, not just think, like, this team has it in, in, in a way that I don't remember many teams Well, having. I think what they have is, like, the Eagles are an awesome team, clearly. They're the best team in the NFL. They almost won the Super Bowl last year. I'd be curious where people fall on this in your perspective as well. Like, I don't know if I have complete faith in the Eagles that like in a close game final two minutes I don't know if I have the faith they'll win the game I think they they likely could the Sixers obviously I'm the biggest Sixers optimist in the city I clearly don't have faith that in the final two minutes they no (laughs) No, no, but but I think what the Phillies have I faith the other way I'm like I'm sure they will lose this yes I think what the Phillies have more than any other team in the city is a trust from the fan base that they will win the game yeah. Like so, I think even if they lose today, I think they'll win, they'll win tomorrow. I do too, and I and look. I, I think today is almost like a, it's not house money or anything like that. But you got Wheeler going up against Freed tomorrow, an injured Freed. Yeah. Like I feel like today, the to the point you just made, like not just the excitement level, but the I think the pressure is all on Atlanta, especially game one tonight. Like they are going in with their ace, Spencer Strider, and after him, it falls off dramatically because yeah. of injuries. And, and that's a point you you and Jack have made a ton that. I was unaware, but it really has my my confidence, you know, going. Is you're right, like their pit, their starting pitching is not that good. Yeah, like I think you just view the Braves with like one hundred five games or this juggernaut. 
I think the Phillies are just as good, if not better, than them. And the mental edge is a big part of why I think they can win. Totally this agree. 215 592 9494. Eagles, Phillies, both on the table. We have. We have it good right now. Yes. We have it good. Let's talk about it. 215-592-9494. Let's start out where we do every single Saturday at this time. Let's go to Abington and talk to our guy, Tom. Yo, Tom. Yo, fellas. How are we doing today? Man, Tom, you had some extra, extra oomph in that. It was yeah. great. Yeah, oh, exactly. Go Birds, ready, go Phil, go Birds, go yes. Phil's. My head's about to explode. Yes. Yeah, it's going to be a fun 48 hours. It really is. It really is. So, real quick, before I get started, Elliot, Yes. in baseball, it's called strategy. Not okay. X's and O's. Right, there Love it. Go. There you go. Okay. I like X's and O's better, though. Yeah, I know it's not football, X's brother. and O's, but no, I know. I think it makes more sense than strategy. Well, it's right on brand with you screwing up terminology, right? Yeah, it's true. Yeah, not inside baseball. <laughs> That's what I really should have Inside said. the dugout. Yeah, inside the dugout, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Behind baseball, that whole deal. <laughs> yes, exactly, um, exactly. So, um, start off with the Phils. I see the Phils sweeping the Braves. Whoa! Wow. Okay. Now, that comes with a caveat. Uh, the one game I'm most concerned about would be this evening. So, if they do happen to lose tonight, I'll move the goalposts and I'll say it's a four-game series. Yeah, so, I'm, pre- I'm predicting four as well, but uh, let's put mm. it this way. I would go three over five. That's well, just confident. to be clear, Tom, there you're you saying go. you think they're going to sweep, but if they lose today, you don't think they're going to sweep anymore. <laughs> well, it'll be a gentleman's sweep at that point. <laughs> right, Correct. Make sure you, Make sure you, got you nailed time. it. Yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> so, the three main reasons would be, uh, one, the Braves are afraid of the Phils. Uh, the yes. manager kind of told us that. Which right? is wild. I cannot believe Ryan Snicker uh-huh. said we don't want to play those guys. Like, that's I, I unbelievable. Was by it. I was floored by well, it. Even like, the Spencer Strider, like t- two of the worst quotes of the like year. Fans. Yes, yeah. yeah. Two of the I, absolute worst. The Strider one's the worst quote of the year. It, I like think it's yeah. the worst quote I've ever heard. From I, like, I, I agree with of, you, you know, dude. I feel this outside of like you know a horrible, right, yeah. you know, racist or right. this or whatever things. Like in terms of like just something that you could say that's seemingly innocuous or whatever that is not like uh, uh, offensive. Right. Like saying you don't want fans in the stands is like thus maybe Evan Neal in New York trying to one up yeah. him, but like like. <laughs> I mean, it's it's the craziest thing I've ever like. Are you, they're the people who pay your bills? They're the reason you have a job. Right. Fans are the reason you have a job, man. Like yep. it's crazy. Thank you, Spencer Strider. <laughs> it's also the worst definitely. possible quote to have before you play the Phillies. Oh my yeah. god! So oh the second god. reason why they're going to sweep is the Phillies are better now, as you pointed out, James. Yeah. They're just playing the best baseball I think of any team in the playoffs right now. I mean, they're um, probably playing better baseball now than they were in the post at any point in the postseason last I year. I agree, right? Yeah, you can and, see and, what Nolan and, Wheeler did in the the first round. And you can just feel it. Like I feel like you see the relationship between the fans and this team, and it was most exemplified by watching Seltzer and Fritz in that locker room. <laughs> yes. No offense to you personally, Elliot. It's okay. I was on the outside looking. At it. <laughs> I know. I know. I had to fire a shot. You no, know that. A, yes. I'm happy they got to go in. They deserved it. So let me finish up with the birds since it is Go Birds Radio. This will be a shootout tomorrow. I totally see that. Uh, but the Eagles are better where it counts in the trenches. They are going to win this shootout. They're going to win it 45 37. And I would love to hear your guys' take on who uh, you guys want to win this Niners-Cowboys oh, matchup. Oh, you know because... what, Tom? That's a great – I love that question. All right, we'll yeah, get Yeah, because I, I got the Niners because, you know, you want to win your division first, but I'll be listening for your answer. Have a great weekend, fellas. Yeah, Tom, um, great call, and, and that's a great thing. We're going to get to it next. Coming up next, Elliot and I will discuss that Niners-Cowboys Sunday night game and who we think should win the game. I think my answer might surprise people. We'll find out. It's a good tease. Yeah.
All right. Uh, that's it. Coming up next, we're going to talk, uh, continue to react to that, of course, the Niners-Cowboys game. And get on the line now, 215-592-9494. Eagles, Phillies, whatever you want to get on, we're talking it all today as we lead you up. Uh, I believe it is uh, uh, Rob Ellis and Al Morgani yes. coming up next, which is awesome. And, uh, and they'll lead you up to Phillies baseball. Phillies Braves playoff baseball and WIP today. Keep it here. Call in 215-592-9494. As you know, and it's why James is so excited, it's the baseball playoffs. And Philadelphia is all red right now with the division series against Atlanta. So open the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app and you're in the zone. Bet Philly versus Atlanta in baseball playoffs and enjoy 24-7 online casino action. Join me and download the Bet Parks app right now and start playing. A great offer for new users they have going right now. Get up to $1,000 casino bonus back if you're down in the first 24 hours. Odds, bets, slots, and games. You can play all your favorite casino games right at your fingertips on the Bet Parks app. It's the anticipation of another face card, the thrill of an extra spin, and the pure joy of hitting a jackpot. Plus, bet college and pro football, golf, MMA, the baseball playoffs, and much, much more. Great offer for new users. Download the Bet Parks app right now and get up to $1,000 casino bonus back if you're down in the first 24 hours. You play for fun. You love to win. You bet. Bet Parks. It's Go Birds Radio presented by the Bet Parks Sportsbook and Casino app. Nice little biggie there. I'm digging that right. Ben Kenny just continuing to show his knowledge of they had uh, old school hip hop. Very had impressed. Going, going back to Cali on at Eagles practice yesterday. Yeah, well, I'm a fan of that one too. Theme, I sensed. Biggie, get up. Yes, that was I'm good. Up, man, I'm up. <laughs> that was good. Thank you. I that out. I could do that whole one. All right, two one five five nine two ninety four nine. We're back to the phones in a sec. We're talking Eagles. We're talking Phillies. Obviously, Eagles Rams tomorrow. Where are you at with that game? And then and then Braves Phillies series beginning tonight. Uh, first to respond to the question the caller asked uh, Tom obviously before the break. The uh, Niners-Cowboys, I think clearly to this point, the game of the season without a doubt at this point, two of the you know, five best teams so far this season, the Eagles, those two, maybe the Chiefs and the Bills, like you mentioned yep. before. Um, they have been, uh, it's, it is a really exciting matchup to watch. I'm happy it's standalone on Sunday night. But, but to Tom's point, there have been you know, kind of a lot of back and forth this week about what is the right team to root for. Who are, look, rephrase. Sorry, I should watch my mouth. We're not rooting for anybody. Well, you especially. Who we want? Who we want to win the game? Because someone asked to. I guess a tie, but ties are annoying. Uh, what is the Elliot strictly? Obviously, you know, we want it to be a, a game where they beat each other up and everyone's tired yeah. and and, and the, you know whatever. But from a, what is the best thing for the Philadelphia Eagles, outcome wise? Who should Eagles fans be rooting for or pulling for? I'm going to say I, pulling. I think the best awesome. outcome for the Eagles is the 49ers win the game. I understand that the Niners are probably bigger competition in a lot of ways for the one seed than the Cowboys are. I think if if the Eagles win tomorrow against Los Angeles and you go and that and you go into that game at five and zero, if the if the Cowboys lose, you have a two game lead on them. Like that's that's a monster lead for this Eagles team. The Eagles team might only lose three games all year, three or four games. So if you get two games up on them, I'm not confident this Eagles team can go to Dallas and beat the Cowboys. Like, they could do it. But I think just I've been at too many of those games in Dallas where that defense gets torched, Jalen doesn't play well. Like, I, I, I just don't have a ton of faith they'll, they'll win in Dallas. So you're, you're probably looking at more than likely a split with Dallas. 
the most important thing for this Eagles team is to win the division. And and because if you don't, you're starting the playoffs on the road. So I think it's honestly like a win-win for the Eagles in a lot of ways. If the Niners get a loss, that's a big deal because, of course, you play the Niners later in the year and then you can you know kind of control your own destiny for that one seed. But I think the Eagles need to hope that the Cowboys lose tomorrow so they can be two games up in the division. So, yeah, I've gone back and forth on this a little bit. I can see both sides of it. I said I think my answer would surprise people. I was lying. Okay. Dallas sucks. Obviously, I want the Niners to win. But in all, in all reality, I really do think, to your point, I, I do think, look, one way or the other, if one of these teams loses, it helps the Eagles. The fact they're playing each other is good. Now the Eagles and Niners have to play each other, so Dallas will get the same effect from that at some point. But um, I think ultimately, to your point, like, Knock Dallas down. Yeah. You know, you there, it, look, there is a, a big difference between the one and the two seed. There's a way bigger difference between the two and the five seed. There just is. Like, that. Like yes, you want that bye. You want all the games at home. But, like, you can't start I'd the much rather have two home games yes. before having to go on the road. Maybe, maybe go on the road. You're still a two seed. The Niners could lose before, yeah. and then you're still home. Like, you still have a chance to have that last game at home. If you're the five seed, you're on the road for three games almost no matter what, and then unless somehow the six seed gets the end of, or seven seed gets the NFC championship game, like you're on the road the entire playoffs. I'm with you. I, again, I, I don't think it's like I wouldn't fight someone if they said, oh, no, you're wrong, that we should be rooting for, for Dallas in this game. Like I wouldn't fight them on it, but I do think that, that the Niners winning is the best outcome. Well, not, don't the Eagles end the season at the Giants? I believe I so. I think so, right? Yeah. So then you're, you're looking at what the Cowboys had to deal with last year, which is by the time you got to the title game, that would be your fourth straight road game. Uh, yeah. You know, going into, the, going into the playoffs with that final one on the road. So, yeah, I, I look, the argument for the Niners is they're a team that, like the Eagles, might only lose two or three games all year. Sure. So you just take every chance you can. Like, if I think of the two teams, the team more likely to crater is the Cowboys. I agree with that. I was skeptical on the Niners. The we Niners are were. better than the, the Niners Cowboys. Are, the Niners are better than the Cowboys. I agree. And they're better than I thought. Like yeah, point, and they're better than I thought. Point, yeah. point, period. They're but, better than I thought. But, 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 we have not seen Brock Purdy go. Like, I'm actually excited for this game because, like, whatever we want to say about Dallas and, and losing Trayvon Diggs hurt them, like, their D is legit. Like, they have Very a good, good defense. Yeah. I am really looking forward to seeing what Brock Purdy looks like against this Dallas D because yeah. he has yet to play a real defense. And, like, yes, they're winning and stuff, but, like, he has not been awesome. Like, the games I've watched, like, he puts the ball in danger all the freaking time. I know they ended up winning that Arizona game by, like, 15 points, but it was close, man. Like, it was a, it was a one-touchdown game in the third quarter, and, like, it was closer than it should have been is the point. And Brock Purdy was not, like, amazing. So, yeah. I, I think yeah, that's going to be a fast I think game. the Eagles are better than both those teams. I think in Philadelphia, they would beat both those teams. I think if it came down to it... They would go to San Francisco and beat the Niners in the playoffs. I've been to that Niners stadium. It is not an intimidating place to play. Uh, I, in fact, I think there, would, and there might not be more Eagles fans, but I think Eagles fans will be well represented there. You Really, this season comes down to getting the one seed and avoiding going to Dallas. Not saying they can't win there. That's just, in my opinion, the hardest game that they, they would play. So, I, I, yeah, I, if you can be two up on Dallas after five games, I mean, what are your chances of winning the division at that point? Like 80%? I mean, I think they would be pretty heavy favorites at that point. So, yeah, if the Eagles can win tomorrow and Dallas loses, I think you feel really good. Not only do you do the Super hang the Super Bowl hangover, you get past that. A Dallas team that was supposed to be really competitive, you'd be two up on them in five games. 215-592-9494. So if you want to chime in on that or anything else, Eagles. And, of course, Phillies call in 215-592-9494. Let's go back to the phone. Talk to our guy, Black Eddie. 
What about? Oh, real quick, no. it's been a pleasure talking to you after the games. You calling in? Oh. Just so you know, next Wednesday, Thursday, those games, you got to call it like this is a thing now. You're our first caller on those. Hey, like Tom from Abington to... is the go-to first call on Gobert. The Phillies post-game show with me and Fritz after these games, you're the guy, okay? Well, you, you know what I'm saying to that. Go, Phillies Radio. Bop. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, first of all, flip-flops, just stick to football. Uh, you talk of baseball and uh, X's and O. And, yeah, I, I give and, you and the X and O breakdown to, in baseball. You know, <laughs> and and, and, and when, I, when I say stick to football, I'm giving you the caveat of soccer, too. Okay, let me okay. Out I like that. Here, that's so good. I'll allow yeah. you to do football. All football, you got it, baby. All you. Well, I, I, um, I know but, you've been listening to Clap Your Hands with me and Jack Fritz. So <laughs> favorite new podcast? Yeah, exactly. I love it. <laughs> My two so friends doing something. a pod together. Nothing makes me want to jump out a window more than listen to you talk about basketball. <laughs> <laughs> but I listen, though, because I love you. You know what I, I'm saying? I, I, uh, I'm the biggest fan of that podcast in the world. I'm just happy that Jack's the one who has to argue Sixers with him. That's right. When, uh, when, they're yeah, in the, right. when they're in the finals this year, it'll be, it'll, you'll, 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 you can catch the post-game pods. You know, like... Uh, oh, you know, like the oh, he's doubling down, he's tripling down. Elliot's like, I don't even know what what the phrase would be, like million All million in. thing down, All like a hundred. I got a personal bone to Jack with that too. Like he won't say go birds, he'll say go Phil's. I mean, we got to get on this guy. Like we really got to get on. This guy. I got to get you on all these people. All right, you know. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so let me talk about the, the Phillies real quick. It, I've never seen in my life a more scared fan base and complete. The mascot is out here tweeting. Yeah. Why is your your marketing campaign and team is so bad that the mascot is going viral for, for having problems with Phillies fans? That's embarrassing. I, yeah. I just I, we need to go down there and win the game. We're it's a nuclear arms race. We're matched up very well, but they don't have Bryce Hopper. They don't have Captain Clutch. I'm not worried about it. And, and Topper in the playoffs pushes all the right buttons. So pitching, you know, we got the better bullpen. Like we, we need to go out there and win the game. And I never ever ever in my life want to not start off in the wild card round. I don't want my guys sitting around lollygagging. If the food's going here and sweep every wild card round and keep it hot and keep it pushing, that's what has it going to the momentum. I agree. I'm curious if you feel that way. I think you saw it last year. Like, look, of the the four series that right now, like the divisional series that are happening right now, like – the three of the teams that won that series were the teams that played in the wild card round that came in hot. Yeah. The, the Astros, yep. unfortunately, were the only one of the, the teams that had a bye last year that won their bye series. Do you guys feel yeah. unique, that's unique to baseball? I, I don't I think, think anybody would want to play in the wild card. I the think NFL. it's football. I mean, okay. I think it's baseball. Okay, yeah. yeah, Look, I think you can see yeah. it in football. I think there are times where teams like time off hurts them a little bit. But I think it's specifically unique. I mean, think about baseball. Like you're playing, you're playing all season. They right. just played for six months straight, and now you're like, hey, take a week and a half off before the biggest games of your life. Like mm-hmm. you know. And pitchers playing a rhythm, and so they do all, batters. Yeah, like they, it's they all need, rhythm and habitual. Yep. Um, so let me talk about the the Forty Nineers Cowboys, and I'll get to the Rams game real quick because I know I've been going long. The uh, I want the Rams. To, I mean, uh, not the Rams. I want the Forty Nineers to lose. I need them to lose. Brock Purdy's won nineteen thousand games in a row. I need I need a loss. I need multiple losses. I need to rack up so we can have a blueprint to see how to beat the great Brock Purdy. I know we got to do with the Cowboys. I'll do with the Cowboys my own time. You know what else going to do with the Cowboys? Mike McCarthy's going to do with the Cowboys. They're going to take a couple L's just because he's a terrible coach, and that uh, will go out there and throw some picks. But I need the 49ers to take an L before we get to give them an L because they will yeah, be the number I, one seed if they I get think the there's a lot of logic rough to that. shot. Yeah, I think there's a lot of logic to that. I, I do think the um, Cowboys, it's better. I mean, you go two up in the division. But to your point, I think if you're the Eagles, any chance you can get to have the Niners take a loss, you you probably yeah. That's why, like, it's one of those where I want yeah, I would a, I would choose Dallas to up. lose, but like I'm or to win, yeah, to lose. Excuse me, but right. like I'm good either way. Like again, I think it's a win for the Eagles, no matter what that this game is happening. 
and I'll get the, and I'll get the Rams out of the way real quick. Uh, we're going to beat the Rams. Uh, the one thing you said this week, Elliot, that was just asinine and silly, is you said that the Rams. Yeah, yeah, the one thing. Everything I believe you love about. But you said that the Eagles have better coaching than the Rams. That's just insane. I think so. Like, uh, you gave them the not. Well, you're wrong. You can think anything you want to. I, I think well, the fact that you're purple sometimes, but it's not. But <laughs> the fact <laughs> is that they have better coaching. But that being said, they're dinged up. I, we're going to win this game by at least 10 points because it's going to be a shootout. I'm thinking 37-27. And uh, preferably, if we could just end the game and have uh, uh, Donald go out there and, and go Carter, down in the Carter, Oklahoma drill. Let's do that for like half an hour and just see who wins the game. Love that. I would be in on that. Watch right now. I'll take the young go buck. Birds! Love it. Go Phils, go Birds. Oh, uh, yeah, look, I think that this Niners-Cowboys thing is an interesting, you know, I really do see the argument for both sides. Uh, it's one of those where I feel like I want Dallas to lose, that that's the best thing, but, like, I could easily be swayed the other way. Yeah, I, I look. I think anytime the Niners take a loss, it's a positive for the Eagles. And the other argument is the Eagles only play the Niners once. They play the Cowboys twice. So, that, so they, which is a good they point. They have a chance to hand the Cowboys two losses. They only and they have get a chance the, to hand the And they get the Niners one. here, too, yes. for what it's worth. All right, let's go to our guy Drew in Westchester. What up, baby? What's up, boys? So, uh, Elliot, I typically ask you a question at the end of my call. I have a question at the beginning of my call uh, Ooh, today. Like and the question is, I want to know, uh, December 9th, what Taylor Swift song we are singing at the Dallas Hotel <laughs> Bar because I put my deposit yes! in this morning. I'm officially coming to Dallas. Oh, 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 Drew, you just made our day. Drew, I am Drew, so we're, excited, man. We're singing, we're singing all the Taylor Swift songs. Yeah, you That's guys it. can teach me it's the words. The easiest that? question you've ever asked me. Yeah, no. So super excited you're coming with us, I know, man. too. Yeah. I know. Shake it off, and we are never, ever getting back together. Well, you I definitely know Love Story. You would recognize Love Maybe. Story. Maybe. I don't yeah. know. We'll teach you. Uh, we'll teach you some of the newer stuff. Uh, good, stuff. Good. So, yeah, yeah, I am. Uh, I am so me. pumped. It's a beautiful Saturday. Just got better. I am. Oh, uh, I am counting nice. down the days. Uh, so I got a. I got an Eagles point, and I got a uh, Bills point. I'll start with. I, I'll start with the birds. I think we're gonna win tomorrow. And I look. I don't expect it to be a great game from the defense. I think they're gonna give up some points. But like bigger picture, what I want to see them start to do is. Sean decides to me, he's really got to start defining roles in the secondary. It's, it's almost to me like I feel like when you have a bullpen in baseball, typically if guys know what their job is, they're generally more likely to perform better. I just feel like there's been so many moving parts, and I'm actually hoping that Roby gets caught up and plays and is good because then maybe we can solidify nickel corner a little bit. It just seems so, to me that outside of Reed Blankenship, who's been awesome, that Bradbury and Slay don't trust the guys they're playing with. Bradbury's moving all over the place. And I think still more solutions might be through like a trade or something. I don't know that the solutions are on the roster, but he's got to get that figured out and stabilized a yeah, little bit so, here. So, Drew, I, I agree with you that I didn't like moving Bradbury into the inside. I like him just staying on the outside being great at that role where I would maybe disagree with you slightly on like blaming Desai is I do think a lot of the reason there's just been so much turnover is because of injuries like I don't I don't see him pulling guys you know like putting them in different spots really outside of Bradbury so I agree with you they need they need repetitions together in the secondary and that I think that's only going to come as a result of health but yeah I agree that part of the reason they're struggling is just simply there's different guys in there every single week Drew what do you got on the fills uh, yeah, and that's fair, too. I actually like a lot of what this guy is doing. I just, you know, just because he's the coach, I just, you know, kind of naturally go to him. Uh, 
Phils, uh, I feel real good. I think we're going to take it in four. I know a lot of folks are talking about, you know, the Braves having concerns with their starting pitching, and that's fair. But I actually think they're going to have some issues with their bullpen, uh, too. And, and you know this, Seltzer. They only got, I think, two lefties, and one of them, you know, Brad Hand. Yeah, I don't even count him. They have one lefty as far as I'm right. concerned. So AJ Minter is the only lefty in that bullpen. That's, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying, too. So if you have a situation late in a game where, like, somebody has to pitch to, say, like, a three out of five hitters of, like, Marsh, Schwarber, Bryce, and then, like, Trey in between, I just I don't know how they're going to get those. I don't know how they're going to get those out. So I'm feeling uh, I'm feeling really good. Um, I'm trying to get – if we're up 2-1, I'm trying to get to our game four. So hopefully I'll hang out with you guys uh, oh, nice. before before that game starts. And, uh, yeah, I think it's going to be a beautiful weekend, and I can't, I can't wait for 6 or 7 oh, tonight. Drew, love it. Dude, we're going to have fun. Definitely get to game four. There is – Nothing like being in Citizens oh, it's Ballpark insane. for Going these games. there for those two games last week, getting to hang with you and Jack. I mean, was, it, was, it was one of the it great, was awesome. Two yeah. of the great nights of my life. Yes, yeah. And and uh, oh, by the way, Game Four likely to be the Spencer Strider game at Citizens Bank Park. So that's one you you really want to be. And for at. those that might not know, what Drew is talking about is he is coming to see the Eagles Dallas with us in Dallas with fans of Philly that's, on December 9th. The pod can, is going. Yes. We are going to be there. we got lots of people coming. We're going to spend the whole weekend just hanging out. With yeah, like, if awesome. you just want to hang out with us, we're just going to hang the whole weekend. James that's will what, have his Phillies World Series shirt on. Yes, be, uh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, again, we're going to be apparently be singing Taylor Swift at the bar together. Oh, like course, It's going to yeah. be a party. So yes. coming out, that's going to be awesome. Fans of Philly has all the details. All right, 215-592-9494. We're continuing to talk birds and fills with uh, – High times right now in Philly sports. Let's react to it all. 215-592-9494. It's Elliot Shore Parks, James Seltzer. Go Birds Radio from the beautiful sports book at Parks Casino. And fall is the best time of year. There's so much to love about the fall, especially the return of Window Nation's best offer of the year. And it is an insanely good offer. You get two windows free for every two you buy. Plus, put no money down, make no payments, and pay no interest for two years. It seems like impossible to believe. It is such a great deal. If your old windows are hard to open or close or drafty and leaky, now's the time to call Window Nation. Take care of it now before the cold weather arrives. You don't want to get put in that situation where the cold weather comes and you haven't taken care of it and then you're you're freezing or you got issues. You'll be loving the new look and feel of your home, plus up to 30% off your energy bills. You'll also love Window Nation's knowledgeable exterior designers and quick clean, accurate, professional insulation. Not to mention, you'll love the savings with this unbelievable, fantastic offer. Put no money down, make no payments, and pay no interest for two full years. And for every two windows you buy, you'll get two windows free. But this offer will disappear as fast as it leaves as leaves on your maple tree. So call Window Nation today, 866-90-NATION, or visit windownation.com. That's 866-90-NATION, or online at windownation.com. Tell them Go Birds sent you. It's Go Birds Radio, presented by the Bet Parks Sportsbook and Casino. I'm Elliot Tripp Parks. James Seltzer with you from the beautiful Sportsbook at Parks Casino. Talking Phillies, if you want to get in, Phillies Braves preview the series. is uh, a lot of confidence on this, uh, about this Phillies team here in Philadelphia right now, and rightfully so. And, uh, and, of course, Birds, we had an interesting discussion during the break. Ben Kenny doing a great job back at the studio producing the show. We're talking to Ben, and... Uh, Posited the question of if you could trade Nick Sirianni for Sean McVay right now, would you? I believe you asked the question. Oh, to be Elliot. clear, I posited. Elliot the asked the question. Positive. Ben, to ben has good questions. Ben this said yes. Me. This was yeah. your question. Ben said yes. He would take Sean McVay. You said you wouldn't. I was like, I don't think I would take Sean McVay, but I I get it. It's close. 
I mean, this it's is, a fascinating question. This would is you, what, would I would what I would ask McVay? our callers. If you could trade Nick Sirianni for Sean McVay right now, would you do it? My answer is no. I wouldn't do it. And a year ago, I probably would have because Sean McVay does call the play. Sean McVay. You've always liked. You I've always, always really liked the head so coach. This is, so for those who are somewhat new to the show or new to the Potter River, a long-standing uh, disagree- of mine. disagreement between the two of us that yes. you've kind of come – I was always more of a leader of men guy with head coaches, the Mike Tomlin type guys, and you were always I want I want a, a genius, I want a, a play calling genius who's going to go out and be an offensive genius. Yeah. And you look, we still want both things. We weren't like one or the other, but you have definitely migrated more towards the leader of men side. Well, I I still needed an offensive head coach. I know. But you, yeah, I'm just yeah, saying yeah. you like you put a lot more stock in I do, for sure. culture building and, and sure. guys caring about playing for him and all that stuff than you used to. I mean, do do I think Sean McVay is a better offensive mind than Sirianni? I think there's an argument. I think that's he is. the case. I don't. I don't. But, I don't think he is. Yeah. But but Sirianni is winning games at an unbelievable rate, and he is still an offensive head coach. Their offense does score a ton of points. I know it got to a slow start this year. Sean McVay, 5-12 and 12 last year. I know they had injuries, obviously. 2-2 two and two this year. I, I think Sirianni is underrated because of the play-calling thing. And I also think that Sirianni does a fantastic job in that building, building the culture, and let's be honest, getting along with Howie. Not saying Howie's so like you, super so hard that, to get along that with. That was but, the best line of, of our little conversation in the break. Uh, uh, you had a line about, I can't right. remember the specific playout where shot. Ben said something about McVeigh, and you're like, "Yeah, well, would McVeigh get along with right. Howie?" And I was like, "Or let Howie do his job." And I, I mean, was like, Sirianni, it's not his best quality as a head coach, but one of his best qualities as like the CEO, leader of men, head coaches, Howie has been able to do an unbelievable job with Nick as his head coach. I think they genuinely get along. I don't think Nick has power hungry bone in him. Like maybe one day you you never say you, you never know if they win you know multiple Super Bowls, but I don't think you're ever going to see Nick like take personnel control from Howie. I, I don't know if McVay would do that, but I know that with Nick here, they are A, going to win a lot of games, and B, that he's going to get along with Howie, who is the best general manager in the NFL. So if it means I get to keep that relationship and keep Howie clicking at, 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 a, high, at a high cylinder, you know, I'm butchering that one, of course, keep Howie doing a good job, then, yeah, I would not trade Sirianni for McVay. That is a compelling, compelling argument. Let's go back to the phones, throw that one out to the audience, too. Would you trade Nick Sirianni for Sean McVay right now if you could? 215-592-9494. Let's go to Glenside and talk to our guy, Matt. What up, buddy? Hey, guys. How's it going? What up, Matt? Good to hear from you, man. Yeah, you know, right off the bat, I definitely would not trade Sirianni for McVay. Um, as much as I like McVay, and I think uh, from a play-calling standpoint, He's probably he'd probably do a lot more with this offense than Sirianni has done, but the way I think I feel, I feel like Sirianni's being imitated around the league. His idea of connection and working to, and just like the way that the teams come together and everything like that, I feel like that's being imitated around the league. And I think you're starting to see it's kind of spreading, you know. Well, with Steichen and Gannon yeah. gone, but. Well, there's, Matt, something, too, there's something to it. Like, I know McVay doesn't have pers- personnel control there. Like, they have a general manager. But McVay yeah. has been there when they traded for an old Matt Stafford and won a Super Bowl, but now they don't have a quarterback. Well, and also, we heard a stat. Mike Sealski said something when we were driving down. We were listening oh, to Glenn and Mike. That is like, I, I didn't realize it was this extreme. And it, but we had like a three-minute conversation about how insane both of us thought it was. 
The Rams have not made a first-round pick since Jared Goff yeah. in 2016. <laughs> that is wild. That's the Carson Wentz draft. That would be like if the Eagles had not made a first-round pick since Carson Wentz. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. almost hard to believe. That's crazy. You know, Elliot, I'm glad you mentioned Matt Stafford, though, because that's, he, he's my main concern. I mean, if, if, if Howell can do what he did to our secondary – you know, say what you want about Matt Stafford. He was in Detroit all those years. You know, he beat up on bad teams is what they used to say about him. Mm-hmm. I mean, this guy, you know, his first year in the Rams, they were dominant on their way to the Super Bowl. So Yeah, but, but so, A, I get your point. And, look, I'm not, I'm not coming into this game saying they're going to shut down Stafford. I think the Rams are going to score points. So I think you're correct to be worried about the Eagles' defense versus the Rams' offense. But I thought Hal move, moved around in that game, even though they got pressure. I don't think Stafford moves as well as, as Hal did. So I, I agree with you. If Stafford just has time in the pocket, he will pick the secondary apart. apart. I just don't think he's going to have time in the pocket. I think if he sits back there, they'll get pressure, or they'll have to get rid of it really quickly. Well, my issue with, with that is that it seems to me that there seems to be some sort of like hangover from Gannon where our secondary is just giving – too much space to these receivers, and that's going to allow Matt Stafford to just dink and dunk his way down the field, just like just yeah. like Derek Carr did to us. No, like, Matt, it's a, Matt, it's a great point. Like I think it's something the Eagles need to get on top of, especially and, and great call, buddy. It's always good to hear from you. You know, especially after what Sam Howell did to them. I mean, that's what the enemy did. That's what that offense did. Quick, quick outs, getting the ball out of his hands, like getting people, you know, getting the ball like short, like um, slant routes, all that type of stuff, and that'd be smart. Well, so Sirianni said something this week I thought was interesting. He was talking about, you know, working with Sean Desai and letting him do his own thing. And he said, like, you know, that there are certain things I want as a head coach from defense. So we view it as the Gannon defense, but he just said it. You're seeing similar qualities this year. Sirianni does not want to give up big plays as a head coach. He believes in winning by getting big plays and stopping big plays. And the way you do that is by having your guys lag off. 215-592-9494. We have a long segment coming up. We're going to run calls. We're going to get to as many calls as we can. Uh, I see some names on the line. We're looking forward to talking to you. We will find out if our guy, Tom from Vancouver, is going to fumble the bag again Could when we go to him. Yeah, so this is a big spot for yeah. our buddy Tom from Vancouver leading off the next hour. Uh, is is Ofer in terms of his ability to come through. I believe in him. That's what I'm saying I today. I do, too. I have all the faith in the world in Tom from Vancouver, plus a lot of great cars in line. We're going to get to you. Get on the line now, 215-592-9494. Eagles, Phillies, all on the table. It's Go Birds Radio. We're coming right back. It is the baseball playoffs, and Philadelphia is all red right now with the division series against Atlanta. So open the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app, and you're in the zone. Bet Philly versus Atlanta in baseball playoffs and enjoy 24-7 online casino action. Join me and download the Bet Parks app right now and start playing. And a great new offer for new users. Get up to $1,000 casino bonus back if you're down in the first 24 hours. Odds, bets, slots, and games. Play all your favorite casino games right at your fingertips. It's the anticipation of another face card, the thrill of an extra spin. And we all love that pure joy of hitting a jackpot. Plus, bet college and pro football, golf, MMA, obviously baseball playoffs, and much, much more. Great offer for new users. Download the Bet Parks app right now and get up to $1,000 casino bonus back if you're down in the first 24 hours. You play for fun. You love to win. You bet. Bet Parks.